St. Matthew's to me has always been a place to be around people with the kind of like the same ideals and just people who share the same goal. The minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. You meet people every Sunday when you come. It's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's, to me, is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to a church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like, just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
Thank you for coming here with us, allowing us the privilege to worship you this morning, Lord. Make our calling and election sure this morning, Lord. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor, Lord. We thank you for this church, Lord. We thank you for your saving blood. Lord, we thank you for our pastor. Prepare our hearts to hear the word this morning, Lord, and prepare us to be doers, not just hearers of the word, Lord. Continue to protect us. Continue to keep us, Lord. Touch someone who may be in need of salvation today, Lord. Someone who may be in need of encouragement, Lord. And we will be so ever careful to give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you come here to worship this morning? Amen. Here we are to worship. Amen. Worship, worship, worship. Hallelujah. All together, 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 all
Anybody bow down? Anybody bow down this morning? Jesus is wonderful. My life is not my own. Come on, everybody. Come on. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you. We don't even own one breath. Come on, everybody. One big choir. My life. My life is not my own. To you, to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself, I give myself to you. My life, my life is not my own. To you, to you I belong. I give myself. Come on, come on, y'all. Think about it, think about it. Give myself away so you can use me. Give myself away. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Everything belongs to him, amen? All my troubles, all my pains, all my joy, all of our victories, it's all in Jesus, amen? Lord, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Come on, everybody, get up on your feet. We're going to celebrate right now. We're going to celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Hey! Everybody sing it right here. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure forever. Come on, say it again. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure forever. People from every nation and tongue. Come on, y'all. People from every nation and tongue. From generation to generation. We worship. We worship you.
Lord, you are good. Sing. Lord, you are good and your mercy is over. Oh, that sounds so good, everybody. Lord, you are good.
He's my beginning and he's my ending. Can I get a witness? He's my rock, my refuge, my redeemer. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy of all glory, all honor, all adoration. Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He died and was buried. But early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. And he's coming back soon for a church without spot, without wrinkle. Praise his name. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble will hear thereof and be glad. David wanted some company. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Why, David? I sought the Lord. He heard my cry and he delivered me from all of my fears. Bless his name. Praise the name of Jesus. Exalt the name of Jesus. Magnify the name of Jesus. 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 He's Lord. He's Lord. He is the Christ. He's King of all kings. He's El Shaddai. The big-breasted one, El Roy, El Elyon, the Most High God, Jehovah, Jireh, the one who provides, Jehovah M. Kadesh, Jehovah C. Canoe, he's righteous. Can I get a witness? Jesus! Lord, to the glory of God. You may be seated. We have multiple scriptures, followed by prayer. Church, say amen. Our first scripture shall be found in 1 Kings the 19th chapter, verses 1 to 13. 1 Kings, the 19th chapter, verses 1 to 13. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elisha had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. 
Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by morrow, tomorrow. About this time, and when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servants there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requests for himself that he might die and said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And he said unto him, What dost thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And he said, go forth, stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great strong wind rent the mountain. And break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But... The Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire, a still small voice, verse 13, and it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave and behold there came a voice unto him and said what dost thou hear Elijah
second scripture is found in Psalm 29. The entire song will be read. Psalm 29. Verse 1 reads, Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. And the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve and discovereth the forest. And in his temple does everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood. Yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. Final verse. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come in the mighty, miraculous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We come with humble hearts, open arms, Lord, and a mind full of joy that you have given us. Yet, Lord God, we still stand in your presence, Lord, because you have made it so. Father, we know that you are Lord of Lords. We know that you are King of Kings. We know that you are the potentate of paradise. We know that you are worthy of all praises, honor, glory, adoration, thanksgiving, and love, faithfulness, kindness, joy, peace, hope, help. Oh, merciful Father, how great thou art. Lord, bless this congregation this morning. But yet, Lord God, we ask that you would first bless our pastor, Lord, the one that's called to do this task. We know it's not easy, Lord God. We know it's tough, Father, but you got a tough man going. Father, we ask that you would anoint him afresh. Bless him, Lord. Bless his family. Bless everything that he touches and even preach. Bless this mighty congregation. Those that are sick, those that are shut in, those that are locked up, those that are afflicted, those that don't know if they're going or coming. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the privilege and the honor even to pray for us in Jesus Christ's mighty name. We pray with thanksgiving. Let all of God's children say amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Speak to my heart, Lord.
praise his holy and everlasting name. Truly God is an awesome God. You got to know Jesus for yourself. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. You got to bring praise to church with you. You got to bring songs with you. You got to bring waving with you. You got to praise his holy and everlasting name. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. We greet you in that name that is above every name and we wish all of you well. God is good in the name of Jesus. I don't bite my tongue. Kill that. You need devotion. Worship is a time that we come. It's his time. It's his time. It's not our time. It's his time. Amen. And if God took breaks from us, we'd be in trouble. Isn't that right? He's truly, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Where much has been forgiven, the same loveth much. Those of us that were the worst of the worst, we have a devotion for God that others don't have. Can I get a witness? Because we understand how good and gracious God has been. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? He snatched my soul out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Turn my life around. Put me on the street called Street. Can I get a witness? And I'm going to praise you. If you don't praise him, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to thank him. I'm going to exalt him. I'm going to magnify him. I'm going to glorify him. I'm not going to let pain. I'm not going to let hurt. I'm not going to let circumstance interfere with my praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his holy name. Jesus is the main attraction. Not the preacher, not the choir, not the musicians, not the ushers. Jesus is the reason for the season. Praise him. Praise him. Praise Him. Praise Him. 
crazy. Isaiah 6. Who will go for us? Isaiah said, Here am I. Send me. Praise his name. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. To be praised. Them old, them old folk used to say, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't praise him enough. Can I get a witness? Praise him when things are going right. Praise him when things are going wrong. Praise him when you feel like throwing the towel in. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know what God leaves us with? Our memories. So we can be reminded how much he's done for us. Isn't he a good God? Isn't he a gracious God? Isn't he a great God? Worthy! He's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise his name. Now, I want to on behalf of my wife's family, the Hudson's, the Smacks, the Bolgers, Gordon's, they sent a card of thanksgiving to the congregation with $2,000 for the church. I want to thank God for them. Amen. Amen. I want to thank God uh, for all of you. Uh, someone gave us a special offering for our stewardship of almost $4,000 last week. Amen. Praise the Lord for them. And uh, again, I'm thankful to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, I want you to be encouraged in the Lord and the power of his might. And uh, the Lord is in full control. I don't care what happens in this world. I don't care how bad it gets, how bad it looks. Jesus is in control. He's got all power in his hands. Praise the Lord. Now we have some announcements and I'll come right back. Church, amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. This is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's announcements are as follows. Friendly reminder, our sacrificial pledge of $250 per person is due Sunday, September 18th. You can place your pledge in the lavender envelopes located in the back of the pews. Surprise! It's time for a youth summer trip. 
Be sure to check out the St. Matthew's Facebook page to use the link and RSVP. Join us Friday, August 12th for miniature golf, mini milkshakes, $5 game card, bowling, pizza, and a soft drink, all for only $40 per person. You heard correctly, $40 per person. Participants must RSVP. RSVP today on our St. Matthew's Facebook page at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. This concludes today's general announcements. Now it's offering time, and God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. Taking a one offering, our tithes. If you have stewardship money, please give it. Amen. Please tithe. Please give. The Lord will give it back to you. Amen. And uh, he will bless you. Amen. And now we're going to look to our praise team. Amen. Hey, amen. Y'all, y'all sing good now. Praise the Lord, St. Matthews. How many of you want to trade your sorrow, your shame, your sickness, and your pain? Come on, now let me see some hands. Praise the Lord. If you want to do that, I'm going to give you a secret right now. And it's really no secret after all. All you have to do is say, yes, Lord. So when the, when the ensemble says, yes, I want you to jump up on your feet and say yes, Lord, and turn it over to me.
Yes, Lord. Church, amen. amen. Truly, God is an awesome God. Praise his name. Let's stand for offertory. All things come with thee, O Lord. All things. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own, as we give of thee. Amen. Thank you so much. It's good. All right, praise team, sing us up. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Give some glory to God this morning. Thank you.
Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for his great sacrifice on our behalf. Thank you for dying, shedding your blood on Calvary's cross. Thank you for being buried and early on Sunday morning, getting up with all power in your hands. You've been so good, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and grace. And God, even right now, and hide the preacher behind the cross, crucify him afresh, convict, convince, if need be, convert. Thank you for our praise teams. Thank you for our church. Thank you for this worship day, a day you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, regardless of what's going on in your life, Jesus is your joy. All right. Praise his name. Praise his name. I am so thankful, 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 thankful for all that the Lord has done. Has it ever occurred to you where you would be without Jesus? Thank the Lord. And let's give our praise team a hand clap. Great job. Great job. Great job. Thank you, man. Praise the Lord. I've been here 35 years. They never have off. Hope they come back singing stronger. Amen. God is so good and good all the time and all the time. God is good. And the one thing that the Lord wants out of us is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Paul said, I've been faithful. Can I get a witness? And if Jesus, when Jesus sees us, he's going to say, you've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Praise God. This morning, I want to preach around the subject, a verifiable voice. A verifiable voice. I'm in John chapter 10. And Jesus says in John chapter 10, My sheep hear my voice. And they follow me. And I know them and they know me. And others they will not follow. Lord have mercy. Mm. My sheep ownership. Hear my voice observation. And they follow me obligation. While growing up in the inner city 
And as we played in the street with friends, there were many noises going on simultaneously. There was the noise of buses and cars and people talking, people hollering, the noise of kids playing, the noise. Whole bunch of noise. I didn't grow up in the country where you could hear crickets. We heard no crickets. We, we heard noise. And uh, in the midst of all that noise, I could clearly hear my mother and father who called me by name. And they didn't have to raise their voice. Raymond, and I could hear above the noise. With all that noise going on, they had a distinct decibel. They had a deep reach just calling me by name. Mm. I never told my mother and father I couldn't hear you. And they only called you once. And if you ignored it, the, oct the, uh, the octave went up. And I would hear, did you hear me? And in a similar sense, spiritually, God calls us by name. With a verifiable voice. Now I'm going <clears> to... <throat> put to rest some untrue statements. Because church folk, especially church folk, they are famous for saying the Lord told me, you lying. <laughs> Lord ain't tell you nothing. You, or the Lord gave me a vision. No, that's your vision. And so often we allow our lusts and our self sin and Satan to formulate voices. And many of us move out on them voices and are disappointed. Do I have a witness? When God calls you Kalea, when God calls you, there is a verifiable voice. A voice that can be heard, amen, in the midst of all the other noise. God. Mm. God. And uh, the fact that I've been fooled, I've been tricked by Satan, thought it was God, it was Satan. And Satan was clever enough to formulate a voice that was in line with what I wanted. Yeah. A voice that met me where I wanted to be met. A voice that would give me what I wanted. Yeah. If 
you want to be rich, you'll hear a rich voice. If you want to live in sin, you'll hear a sinful voice. Yeah. And uh, this verifiable voice is really deep because the voice of God is always in connection. Listen to this, to his will, his word, and his worship. So anything that you claim God spoke to you about, if it cannot be verified by his will, his word, and worship, it's a lie. Can I get a witness? It's a lie. We, we talked about the departure to a place, and that's ongoing. That's eternal from God, eternally in the past to God, eternally in the future. That if somebody's going to be saved through election, predestination, Ephesians 1, being chosen, uh, then at some point in time, they will depart from where they are and they will meet God at a certain place. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You say, well, my kids, are, they're out there, they're rowdy. I, I grew them up in church, but they don't want anything to do with the Lord. Well, they have not reached the departure place yet. And they will, they will. You you bring them up in the way they should go, and God, hey, they'll they'll reach it. Now God may have to get them to reach it through trouble, where they come to their senses, through failure, through fractures, and so there is a departing place, and there's also a developing, amen, process called sanctification. Whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate. To be conformed to his image, you know. You need to beat your kids over the head and talk about, are you having sex? Well, you had sex. God pulled you in. Can I get a witness? You're getting quiet on me. That is. Think about everything you did in college that nobody knew about. Yeah. Think about everything you did, you know, when you was running that world. And, 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 and let me say this unequivocally, that I am weak, I'm a failure, I'm messed up, I struggle with sin, self, and Satan daily. And nothing's strong about me. I'm only strong because of him. Can I get a witness? I'm not strong because of me. I'm not strong because I know a lot of scripture. I'm strong because the spirit of God keeps making me strong. Can I get a witness? And so here, here in John chapter 10, John chapter 10 is about the good shepherd. And the good shepherd contextually administrates for the sheep. Yeah. And um, Psalm 23 is the great shepherd who anoints the sheep, feeds the sheep, leads the sheep. And then First Peter 5 is the great shepherd who we're going to answer to as sheep. Now, this analogy of shepherd and sheep is so interesting. Sheep are stubborn. Sheep stray. Sheep are stricken by the wolves, the wolf of Satan. We, uh, 
We're hard-headed. Has anybody ever told you you're hard-headed? Raise your hand if you were told you're hard-headed. Then you're hard-headed. We're hard-headed. We, we think we know what's best for us. And uh, uh, we, we do not understand that the voice of God is going to get through all the other noise. You can get high, you can get drunk, you can run the streets. But when God wants your attention, we're going to hear the voice of Almighty God. And as we grow in grace and grow in the Word, we start to discern when God is really speaking. Because we test the Spirit, Sister Arnold, by the Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? First John tells us that uh, light and love, there are there are there are just things that we test the spirit by, and we know it's God talking. Can I get a witness? God ain't telling you to gamble. God ain't telling you to have sex outside of marriage. Let me let me keep. God ain't telling you to drink a whole bunch of liquor. God ain't telling you to raise hell, cuss folk out. God, God, God ain't telling you not to follow the pastor. Oh, Lord, God ain't telling you to switch churches every time your behind gets up on your shoulders. God, God, God ain't, that ain't God. That ain't God. God ain't telling you not to respect and love your wife as Christ loved the church, not to be submissive and subjective to your husband. God, God ain't telling you, Lord, have mercy. Not to live a fruitful, faithful life. That ain't God. That ain't God. That's not God. And people, I, I hear people all the time, where well, the Lord told me, you're lying. The Lord led me, you're lying. I had people come to my study and they sit down and all I do is pray and look them in the eye and they start lying. Just, just like a, somebody addicted to drugs. They can't look in the eye. They talking all over the place. Well, you, I'm from I'm from the hood, man. I was used to all that. In fact, we were so good in South Philly. We, you know, we knew what kind of high you was on. You talking fast is drugs. You know, you talking slow is joint. You know, if you're loud is liquor. You you know you know you know how it is. You, know, we, you can't look somebody in the eye. You lying. Because the light of the body is the eye. Keep looking at folks' eyes. Now, I guess after service, you're going to be like this. <laughs> but uh, the fact of the matter is, is that uh, this verifiable voice, here in John chapter 10, my sheep, Ownership. Jesus purchased your soul with his blood. He owns you. You don't own yourself. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify your Father which is in heaven. Hmm. 
Now, don't misconstrue the voice of God and the voice of your parents because when I was in the world running around sinning, I still heard the voice of my parents. Isn't that right? And today they, they died, they're in glory. I still hear their voice. Do I have a witness? Yeah, and, and uh, I don't mean no harm. Here it comes. I'm so glad this is a commercial for you old heads. I'm so glad our parents didn't feel the need to be friends. Let's get the Lord a hand clap for that. I'm so glad our parents weren't worried about being accepted by their children. Lord have mercy. I know, I know we got Z generation, millennials, I'm a baby boomer and so forth and so on. And say, well, you don't wanna you don't wanna say anything. And and you know, our our words ought to be spoken in season. Don't get me wrong. And but we ought not be all hooked up and worried about offending folk. Especially when they wrong. No, 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 no. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Uh, oh, and I used to smoke my cigarettes. I was a teenager. I used to come in and thought I was hiding them. I started bringing them in the house because they knew all my hiding spots. And the kids today, don't go in my drawer. Your drawer. Don't go in my closet. I'm grown, and what word is in grown is own. You don't own nothing. It's tight. But here we see, first of all, in John chapter 10, we see God's call with a verifiable voice of searching. Turn to your neighbor and say, God going to find you. It's a searching of intimacy and inquiry. The intimacy is trust in the Lord and in the power of his might. The trusting is not trying. Every time we try, we fail. The trusting is putting it in Jesus' hand to work it out. My feelings, my fractures, my history, my hurts, my messed up mind. Intimacy. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's intimacy. Hmm. I have loved you with an everlasting love. My God, thank you, Jesus. I'm with you always to the end of the age. Mm. Intimacy. God, with a verifiable voice, gives us his sense of intimacy by the word trust. Now, most of us think, think we're trusting. We ain't trusting. We're trying. We're trying to work things out. 
That's why we keep failing. But trusting is leaving it alone. Letting it go. Let go and let God. That's trusting. Lord, I'm trusting you to heal my body. I'm trusting you to heal my hurts. I'm trusting you to heal my heart. I'm trusting you to heal my mind. It it is a verifiable voice of searching. And what he does, he's giving us intimacy of his promises. Lord, have mercy. That is... I will give you perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Intimacy. I don't know how many times the Lord Jesus was so intimate with me when I was moving away from him. Intimacy. I told you when I first got saved, I was struggling and this, this is not popular for preachers to say, but I got weak on Friday night, put on my vine, went in the club, and sitting at the bar, and uh, one of the barmaids said, where you been? I ain't seen you in a long time. I said, just chilling, just just staying at home. I was lying. <laughs> I had been going to church, going to Bible study, and I ordered a drink. And when I went to put the drink to my mouth, my hand was shaking, and I, I knew I, I, I was in the wrong place. Say wrong place. Say wrong place. You've been there. And I put the drink down, and tears came to my eyes because I was really trying to live for Christ. And I heard the Lord's voice say, I understand. Yeah. Boy, if that had been a church member, uh-huh, I knew it. Jesus, Jesus said, I understand. Go on, go on home and uh, just intimate. But then God's searching voice is a voice of inquiry. Where are you, Adam? And when God asks a question, he already knows the answer. Lord have mercy. He already knows the answer. Where are you, Adam? Who told you you was naked? Did you eat of the tree in the midst of the garden? Elijah, which was read in your hearing, what are you doing here? You're in the wrong place. And and Elijah went to that mountain, as, as Reverend Llewellyn read, and, and, and he went to the mountain so eloquently and 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 and, and uh, uh, fire and earthquake and Lord have mercy. Wind came by. I call it earth, wind, and fire. But God wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in the earthquake, and he wasn't in the wind. But a still small voice. See, it was a verifiable voice. His voice can break through. Can I get a witness? His voice can break through. Lord, have mercy. It's a voice of intimacy and it's a voice of inquiry. God is going to ask you a natural question. Where are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? It's a voice of inquiry. So when people come to me and say, well, the Lord told me to leave my husband. I say, you lying. 
Why? Because that is not in accord with the will of God. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? <sighs> well, the Lord told me to put my grown kids out. Maybe he did. <laughs> they shouldn't be living with you at 55 anyhow. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> so we test the Spirit by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And... um there are things indicative of God speaking to you. One is his will. What would Jesus do? Well, I don't know what to do. What would Jesus do? Do I have a witness? Leave that one alone. It's tight. But what it does, it narrows your voices. Because we hear what we want to hear. In the name of Jesus. And I try to tell people about the will of God. The will of God is not going to agree with what you want. In fact, the will of God might lead you into more afflictions, trouble. Everybody that was in the direct will of God went through something. Because God wants to prove to you that no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. God wants to prove to you that all things will work together for the good, for them that love the Lord, intimacy and inquiry, and are called according to his purpose. God wants to prove to you that he has all power in his hands. It's not how you start out, it's how you end up. Can I get a witness? He is verifiable voice of searching us out with intimacy and inquiry. My God today, searching us out, searching us out. Our motives, our methods, our moves. God watches over us. And God has a verifiable voice of searching. I told you, you ain't got to look for the will of God. The will of God is going to find you. He's going to send you to a certain place. Can I get a witness? Well, maybe the Lord is telling me. Yeah, well, maybe Satan is telling you. Can I get a witness? And you ought to pray before you get married. Is this the person you want me to spend the rest of my days with? And you're so busy getting halls together and getting tucks and dresses and girlfriends and showers. You can't hear God. Can I get a witness? Oh, y'all getting quiet. I don't know if the Lord told me to marry you. Well, you, you act like it. And we, we ought to pray about that. Right, Brother Arnold? Is this the person? Now, the person is not perfect. The person is messed up. The person got a sin nature. The, the person got a duffel bag of issues. Amen. Is this the person that you want me to be with? Lord, is this the job you want me to take? As, as you pray, God has a verifiable voice of intimacy and inquiry. 
Yeah. And I've learned that uh, I know when the Lord's talking to me because it jives with his will. And his will is not grievous. Can I get a witness? His will is Bible-centric. His will is right on. Can I get a witness? What causes us to repent rapidly is that we know this ain't of God. Let me get out of this. Let me, let me move. Da, 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 da. Amen. What, what God has joined together, let no man set asunder. Now, he's not talking about the person. He's talking about the institution. Isn't that right? And, uh, you know, so one of the things we got to do is we got to understand that there is a verifiable voice. Just like I could hear my parents, I could hear God. Can I get a witness? And if you can't hear God, and, and let me say this by way of uh, warning. When God's voice gets faint, watch out. You're in trouble. Because God now is going to choose other methods to get your attention. Can I get a witness? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There sometimes I pray and ask God for his uh, will and immediately it's no because God deals with me with the measure of faith in the word that I know. Sometimes God's voice is a little harder to discern because all of my wants, desires, and lusts is blocking it. And I'm hearing what I want to hear. And in this world of all these influences, social media, the world, the events, all the stuff going on, sometimes it's hard to hear God's voice. Can I get one? There, there was a lot of young people. There was a lot of people who left the church. Now, we got a lot of people coming. We only took 20, 25 souls in the last four weeks. But there are a lot of people that left. And, and you know what? Some of them will be back. Some of them won't. But I don't know, amen, who was saved, who was not saved. My sheep, they hear my voice, and they follow me. Now, let me break something else down about John chapter 10 to those of you that study the Word of God. Jesus is dealing with, amen, all kinds of uh, illustrations here, enclosures. He's dealing with... In, in the days of Palestine in the first century, listen to this now, uh, there were enclosures built up with walls, no ceiling, and multiple pastors would put their flocks in there at night. And there was a doorkeeper whom they paid that would protect the entrance into the sheepfold. Are y'all getting this? So there may be three or four different pastors, pastors of sheep that had their flocks in the night. And in the morning, the pastor came and what he did, he would tell the doorkeeper, who the doorkeeper knew, he said, I come to get my sheep to take them out to pasture. And all the pastor had to do was call them by name. 
and the sheep knew his voice, Lord have mercy, and they would follow him out. If it was three different, uh, and he said, other sheep I have that are not of this fold, talking about Gentiles, they too will come. Do I have a witness? So Jesus takes from that an illustration that he would call his sheep by name, take them out into pasture, make them lie down in green pastures, lead them beside still waters, restore their, uh, put oil on them so the parasites couldn't keep biting them. A, 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 past, a true pasture cares for the sheep, not the way the sheep want to be cared for. Oh, See, politicians want to take care of sheep the way the sheep want to be cared for. Well, well, we like a lot of music. Okay, I'll give you a lot of music. Well, we, you, you know, this and that. No, a shepherd understands what's good for the sheep. Sheep don't understand what's good for them. Can I get a witness? So when I'm up here preaching, I could care less about your feelings. I'm preaching the word of God. I'm preaching the will of God. I'm preaching, Lord, have mercy. The worship of Almighty God. Can I get a witness? Been there, done that. I've been chastened by God. I know when God gets ticked off, what he does. He'll start pulling stuff back. He'll start taking your joy. Can I get a witness? He'll leave you high and dry, won't he? That is, John chapter 10 is the administration of sheep. We have systems in this church. We have ministerial systems. We we have discipleship. We have, you know, a whole lot of systems that were closed off and stopped for 16 months. We're trying to reintroduce men's retreat, women's retreat, you know, different things that we did for years. And, and because of the pandemic, uh, there was a major destruction and delay. And now we're trying to reintroduce things into play. It's an administration of systems. You got to have a gift of administration and management to pastor. Amen. Amen. Can't come up in here, you know, uh, 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 just just preaching your favorite sermon and think that's the that ain't pastor. In fact, pastor ain't got nothing to do with preaching. That's tight. Yeah. Pastoring is administration and taking care of the flock that God put you under and all people got to do is look at their watch. They'll know quickly whether God put you over. And the sheep belong to Jesus. They don't belong to you. You can't be going to bed with sheep. You can't be stealing money from the church. I'm going to lay it out. I can see this is easy to preach. I done did my sin. This, this is easy. fact of the matter is, there's an administration and it's confirmed by the sheep, by the souls being saved, by growth, by the glory that God gets. It's tight. Doorkeeper. The doorkeeper recognizes Jesus and he lets him in and he pulls out his sheep. Can I get a witness? Amen. Pulls out his sheep. And there's, there, there are some things that 
It's a verifiable voice. Hmm. God will speak to me through circumstances. You know why I allow this? Because I wanted my voice to be loud. Lord have mercy. That is intimacy and inquiry. What question is Jesus asking you this morning? Where are you, Elijah? What are you doing in this place? Place is a microcosm of your mind. My God. In the name of of Christ. And people don't always agree with all my doctrine. That's fine. I, I, I don't take that personal. You wrong, I'm right. I don't have nothing to say. I'll let you learn it on the other end. And I had people come back to me years later and say, Pastor, you was right. And I don't say I know. I just say, praise Jesus. Then under my breath is, I know. tight. It's tight. Had a young lady come to me one time. She couldn't be no more than 15, 16. She said, I, can I talk to you? This is right after service. Nice looking young teenager. I said, yes. She said, I, I'm kind of messing up. I'm having sex. I said, okay, baby. Well, it's good you know that. Let's, let's, let's look to the Lord for strength. Ain't nobody crucify her. Do y'all do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Don't forget from whence you came. Don't, don't forget what you did in ignorance. Some of us did it fully knowing in the name of Jesus. And, and, and see, that's why the more we learn of the word of God, the more hurdles we got to jump over. Isn't that deep? You want to be a famous Bible teacher and teach all the doctrines, but uh, your life don't match what you're teaching. You got a problem. Can I get away? Or you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Amen. You got a problem. So there is a verifiable voice of the Lord. Amen. Of intimacy. I know Jesus loves me. He's whispered it too many times to me. I know you're weak. I know you're wounded. I know you're messed up, but I love you. And every morning you get up, God is saying, I love you. I'm giving you one more day to glorify me. Every, every time you get in trouble and he snatches you out. Every time you're down and he brings you up. Every time you want to throw the talent and he strengthens you, he is intimately saying, I love you. I got your back. I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And your cup of joy will run over. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life and uh, you'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can you imagine the rejoicing going on in glory? Your loved ones ain't coming back here. 
If there was a train from heaven to earth, nobody be on it. Because once you see Jesus, once you see Jesus, no more pain, no more crying, no more sickness, no more dying. Jesus is sitting on the throne in all his glory. Can I get a witness? God calls us with a verifiable voice of searching. But secondly, God calls with a verifiable voice of soothing instruction. I will instruct thee and teach thee, Psalm 32, in the way that thou shalt go. I will guide you with my eye. Lord, now don't be like the horse or the mule that has to be guided by a bridle. Mm. God wants the soothing of instruction. Hmm. When I talk about tithing, I know it's in the will and it's in the word. Not tipping, tithing. Do I have a witness? When I talk about us loving each other in spite of. And I know we, we gotta, we gotta look beyond a whole lot to love folk. Can I get a witness? It is a mandate of God. And all this politicizing going on in Washington, D.C., don't pay no attention to it. Because it's falsehood. It's falsehood. It ain't nothing but politics and and power and control. Do I have a witness? And and I just want you to know, they're going to answer for all that politicizing that they're doing. Amen. God is not just the God of abortion. Disciples came to Jesus, I say this over and over. Lord, what is the greatest commandment? And this is Jesus talking. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. And when you love him like that, you don't miss church. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So how are you going to be a racist? And how are you going to hate somebody? How, how are you going to minimize voting but maximize having an AR-15? How, how in the world? You're lying and the truth ain't in you. Do I have a witness? It's tight. I don't come down on people for their sins. I, 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 I try to let them know that God is a loving God. Can, can I get a witness? He's an intimate God. He wants you to get closer to him. Because all have sinned, past tense, and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous outside of Christ. No, not one. All we like sheep have gone astray. Haven't we strayed? 
Yeah, we straight. We straight. We straight. We straight. Had a woman come to my study one time. She and she started rambling. And when people ramble, I I, I heavy up and end it. Yeah. I told you about them highs in South Philly. The loud ones are drinking. The soft-spoken, fast ones are getting high. And the ones with their tongue out is on syrup. <laughs> You'll never see somebody on syrup loud. I would tell you what kind of syrup, but I'm scared you might go get some. And each high had different characteristics. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the whole thing is that what we don't understand is that God tends to break through all our mess for us to hear him. I've been calling, but you will not respond. Can I get a witness? That, that is instruction. He said, Paul... Uh, when Paul got knocked down on the Master's Road, Acts chapter 9, I'm giving you scripture. He said, get up and go into Amen, Ananias' house, a street called Street, and Ananias will tell you what you need to do. Isn't that right? It was instruction. Isn't that right? He told disciples, go into the city and get a, a donkey in her coat. And if, if anybody asks you, what are you doing? Say, the Lord has need of him. Didn't he say that? Go to the upper room and set the room up for, for amen, for, for the Passover. Remember that? Jesus gives instruction to the word of God. Amen. What would Jesus do? So when you when you fishing about the Lord's will, don't pay attention to all your dreams. I've had some good dreams. I've had some bad dreams. I had dreams that Godzilla was chasing me. I ain't got to pray about that. I had I had dreams that witches was on brooms chasing me. Lord have mercy. I I had some crazy dreams. So when I'm supposed to wake up and say, Lord, was that you? No. <laughs> and I had some dreams. Excuse me, sister, going about sin. And then I wake up right at the apex of the sin. And then I'll close my eyes and try to get it back. <laughs> and the dream wouldn't come back. I ain't got to pray about that. It's tight, but it's right. Mm. 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 What a dream. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Verifiable voice of the word of God. The voice you're hearing, is it in line with the word? First, is it in line with his will? Is it in line with the word? Read the Bible. Is, is it in line with the word? God called Abraham, he was a rascal. God called Jacob, he was a real rascal. God called David, he was a rascal. Can I get a witness? 
God called Job, and Job was a good man, perfect and upright in the sight of God, and he eschewed evil and chose the good. You remember Job? But at the end of the book, Job, Job, Job messed up. Job started questioning God. And God said, who is this with dark counsel that would question me? God's ways are not your ways. God's thoughts are not your thoughts. God is not going to do everything you think he's going to do. He's sovereign. He does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and by whom he wants to do it. He's sovereign. Praise him for his sovereignty. Praise him for his goodness. Praise him for his grace. Praise him when you don't understand. Praise him when you don't agree. Praise him. He's worthy. 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 To be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. His voice. His voice. Finally, God calls us with a verifying voice. Lord, have mercy of satisfaction. When you hear God say, peace be unto you. My peace I'm giving to you. Peace. Peace is a byproduct of grace. Grace is followed by mercy. Mercy is followed by goodness. Goodness is followed by love. That God says, peace be be still and know that I'm God. Now you know what be still means. Let go, let God. Nothing But know that I am God means my confidence is in his divinity. He's got everything covered. Can I get a witness? That that is, child of God, when God speaks to your soul, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. See, God allowed the locusts to come and eat up your crops. God allowed the locusts to come and destroy what was dear to you. And once you repent and get straight with God, God says, now I'm going to go back and give you everything back. I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. It's a verifiable voice. And my mother went on to be with the Lord 21 years ago. I wrote a poem on the back. I can still hear her voice. Lord have mercy. I can still hear her voice. Hmm. She and my dad first came down to St. Matthew's. We crossed the street. And uh, I was pastoring new pastor and uh, that's when I get up to preach the deacons were asleep <laughs> all of them sitting up front with their Bibles mm. 
And the ministers were saying something else. And this lady was in the pew. I ain't going to mention the name. And I was preaching and she said, why didn't he stop lying? And she didn't know my mother was sitting in the back of her. And my mother tapped her on the shoulder and said, that's my son. You better keep your mouth shut. And the woman just zip. And when my father came up the aisle with tears in his eyes, I rejoiced. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. And later on, my mother went to join us. I said, oh, Lord. I'm ahead now. Love them to death, but they had verifying voices. Can I get a witness? And God has a verifying voice of his will, his word, and his worship. And you better hear it. Because when his voice gets faint, he's getting ready to send something to open up your clogged ears, to open up your heart and your mind. God's calling us. Isn't he calling us? He's giving us counsel. He's giving us communion. A verifying voice. How many of y'all, in spite of the noise, could clearly hear your mother and father's voice? Raise your hand. You clearly hear. That's the way this thing is. Clearly, clearly hear it. I came home out of the military, and I, 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 I pulled in front of my mother's house in a little street in South Philly, and I left the car, took my keys out, went in the house, right in the street. And somebody, beep, beep, beep. My mother said, move that car. I said, oh, they can wait. You know, I wouldn't say they can wait. She said, move that car. And I, beep, beep. They was, they was banging on horn. And I said, oh, they can wait. My mother said, move it now. And I went outside and looked. It was a car full of gangsters. And they were sitting there looking at me. <laughs> I jumped in my car and pulled off. Verifying voice. Oh, you you can hear God. You don't want to hear him. It's clear. It's God telling you, don't mix up my message. I'm intimate. I will inquire. I will instruct. And I will give you an insurance of satisfaction. I'm with you always, even unto the end of this age. Songwriter said, I can hear my Savior calling. Do you know the voice of God? Can you hear him? Lord, have mercy. Can you see him? Can you process him? Can you praise him? 90% of the messages in your mind has no verifying voice of God. They're tricks. They're transfers. When God speaks, we listen. 
Can I get a witness? Come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden with sins, and I'll give you what? Rest. Now, right here in, in, in John 10, I'm closing 10 10. It says, In me is life. I'll give you life. That's, that's salvation. That's eternal life. And life more abundantly. That's the joyful life. You can't have the joyful life till you have life. Can I get a witness? I'll give you joy. Even when trials and tribulations come along. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a sense of my presence, my peace, my power. Even when you're pouting. I will be with you. I'll walk with you. I'll talk with you. I'll take care of your enemies. Can I get a witness? I'll strengthen you when you're weak. I'll build you up when you're torn down. I'll give you joy in the midst of your junk. God is saying, hear my voice. It's verifiable. When Jesus speaks, everybody will listen. Because he's worthy. He's the Lamb of God. He's God's only begotten Son. He's the Son of God and God the Son. Can I get a witness? And let me tell you why these other faiths are going to hell and can't go to heaven. You say, well, we got faith. No, no, no. We believe in Jesus. Yeah. We believe he's God's son. But you don't believe he's the son of God. He is God. He's not just the son of God. He's God. This is what's going to send you to hell. You don't believe he's God. He's equal with the Father, equal with the Holy Spirit. He's got all the attributes of God. He always was. He's the wasness of was. Can I get a witness? He was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. Do I have a witness? Uh, while cows and sheep stared at him, he burst in the time. Can I get a witness? And the wise men bought him gifts was indicative of his life. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Do I have a witness? Uh, and they put him on a cross. Do I have a witness? Uh, they mocked him and spit in his face. They laughed at him and tore his clothes. Can I get a witness? They put him in a bomb tomb. But early, I said early, on Sunday morning, he got up with all power. In his hands, he's Jesus, the Christ, son of the living God. Stand on your feet. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. In the day you hear my voice, harden not your hearts as they did in a provocation. Don't resist Jesus. Let him in. He died on the cross, was buried, and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. 
Just put your hand in the air. Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Once and for all, once saved, always saved. Just raise your hand. Or you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Raise your hand this morning. Can you hear his voice? If you're not saved, he's telling you to go. He's telling you to raise your hand and give your life to Christ. Is there one? If your hand is raised, come on up here. Balcony, come on up here. The Lord is good. Come on up here. Bless his name. Bless his name. Many of the voices we claim to hear is not God. It's what we want to hear. Can I get a witness? God has a verifiable voice. It's not always loud. Sometimes it's a still, small voice. Can I get a witness? When we're crumbling and complaining, it's an encouraging voice. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Is there one? You lost a loved one? Fret not. You'll see them again. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Lord, I'm fractured. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I don't want to forgive. I'm in pain. God says, I understand. But repent and hear my voice. Don't harden your hearts. Verifiable voice. Is there one? Love to have you. I can preach this because I've been fooled by Satan many, many times. He disguises himself as an angel of light. He puts on garbs like he's from heaven, but he's really from hell. He wants to fool you and trick you. He wants to devastate you. And when you're uncertain about the voice of God, wait. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their own strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. Verifiable voice. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his voice. Amidst all the other voices, amidst all the noise, oh God, amidst all the mess, cause us to hear you and you alone. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I come, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come back and receive you to myself. In the name of our Christ, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, can you really hear him? God bless you. Have a great day. It's very hot. Be careful. Verifiable voice. Hello. We glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are excited to be back to church on site. 
As you may know, we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic. In response, the Lord has laid on our senior pastor's heart a sacrificial pledge to our Lord. And we are excited and asking everyone to participate and give a $250 sacrificial pledge to help us offset monies front-loaded in our recovery from the pandemic. This pledge will be due by September 18th, 2022. Here are a couple ways to give. Please consider giving online following these easy steps. Visit our website at stmatthewsbc.org. Click on Giving Payments. Click on Donations. And choose Sacrificial Pledge 2022 to complete your transaction. Or feel free to mail in your Sacrificial Pledge to St. Matthew's Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And remember, as you give, God will surely give back to you, just as it says in Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Thank you in advance for your pledge, and God bless you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form. Thank you.